is pro and so we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert Buchanan, your small business for medic. And today, Crystal, we're still in the month of April, which is still Financial Literacy Month. And we just want to make sure that all of our listeners and viewers are really taking up us, taking us up on the, the tips and uh, strategies, advice that we've shared with them so they can move their business along so they can be become uh, financial ready and be able to take on contracts and bigger opportunities in their business. For sure. And, and it's so important that, and especially in the day, we're, we're operating in a, in a, and, and uh, a lot of stuff is going on and it's so important that businesses get started right. And yep. that they have all of their their eyes dotted and their T's crossed because um, it, business is serious now. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. Now the thing is, if small and micro businesses are not up on their game, then they're going to be left behind. So that's one of the things we're trying to do is to make sure small and micro businesses do not get left behind. So that's why we're providing them with tips, strategies, and advice to coach them along so they can be successful. We don't want whatever happened during the pandemic happen again to small businesses. Right. We we want to make sure everyone is prepared for that because, and if you're not prepared to, to prepare for the next time, that's on y'all. Because right. I tell you, we had an opportunity to turn the clock back and, yep. and you were forgiven for some of your sins, such as not having your taxes done People weren't looking at you with the side eye. Yeah. They're like, okay, well, let's just get them done. Let's just go find somebody <laughs> to get them done. So, so in my opinion, that is a um, that was a reset button for you. You know, they say, Crystal, in life, we don't get much of a do-over, especially our group. We don't right. get do-overs. So when we do get an opportunity to get a do-over, we got to take advantage of it. And that's what happened during the pandemic. You know, we, we got a, an opportunity for a do-over. So that's why we're making sure that micro and small businesses are now ready. They have the capabilities. They've got the tools they need in order to advance from this level to the next level where they're getting contracts and making 300, 400, 500, a million dollars. Exactly. And the other thing, Gilbert, is, I mean, in, in my history of, of 25 years um, actively operated working in the community, never have there been so many programs out there, free programs, not, not, not like uh, 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 insignificant. These programs really were being designed to get you from point A to point D in a very short period of time and throwing at you all of the expertise and the resources that you need. So this is this is it. And 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 so for anyone looking to get in business right now, there is no excuse. There is no, no excuse, excuse no that, excuse that you can't find what you need. Um, I'm excited today. Uh, we have our guest today. Uh, we're family. We, we know we're connected on 
on our father, my father, grandfather's side of the family, not quite sure on his side of the family, but we we uh, have the, the the commonality of the Mitchell last name, surname, so we figure we're, we're family. <laughs> so Chris Horton <laughs> is coming on today and he's talking about a program that he has. And I mean, it's just amazing. I've seen it in action. Um, it's amazing what they're, what they're working with. And he's going to explain all that. Again, another free program, accelerator program that is looking to help some uh, that startup entrepreneur really position themselves so that they can be successful. So just well, excited I, about I think that. I think our viewers and listeners need to understand this. Uh, there is that saying out there, there's no free lunch. So when you do get exposed to certain programs that you don't have to pay for, you really should take advantage of it because it's not going to come around again. You're not going to get a second bite at the apple. And that's why we're really trying to get you guys to the point where you're ready. We can elevate you, move you on to the next level so you can start taking advantage of that. And I'm sure our special guest, when he comes on today, He's going to speak to that a lot. And, you know, he's running an accelerator program, so he knows how that is. Uh, accelerator programs usually have businesses that they want to do well and they're aspiring. They've got their vision and their mission. They want to aspire to some level of success, but they just don't quite know the strategies or the tools to use. That's why we're here to help move that along. So I think it's interesting. So, Crystal, for those of our viewers who are just tuning in on YouTube or Facebook, you want to tell them uh, how to tune into our program? Yes. Hey, Greg. Uh, we are streaming live as we speak on Facebook, The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert, uh, The Recycling Black Dollars. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube, uh, YouTube right now. And I believe um, the in, uh, in, in <laughs> Chris's program is in, in, uh, can't even get my words right. <laughs> uh, they're all to, they're they're paired in with us as well. So you can just go to our social media platforms and put any information questions you have in the chat. We actually can physically see them and we will respond. So we have Greg Sneed tuned in. Hey Greg, we hey, have. Greg. We have Giovanni, Dr. Giovanna Brasfield. You know her, don't you? Hey, Giovanna. How are you doing? <laughs> Dr. Giovanna. Giovanna. <laughs> so are you welcome, doing? welcome. Greg came by for refresh, refreshments. <laughs> you want to know where they at? <laughs> hey, uh, Greg, the refreshment is in the green room. Did you get did you get it? <laughs> you might not have got the link. <laughs> but but we are talking today and and this is this kind of falls in line with uh what we're talking is the is it is financial literacy month and so it's so important. And Greg shared some information with me yesterday. He was at a he did a virtual conference and Greg you can put the actual place where you were. Um he said it looks pretty dark. He didn't want to go in there. Um but State of California, now this is kind of sad, it, when uh, uh, financial literacy um, in the state of California, in comparison to the entire country, we are 34th. And I think why Greg was at the conference, we dropped to 35. <laughs> 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 I 
Hey, Greg, it's your fault, man. <laughs> he, he told me we were 34. He's like, oops, Crystal, it just dropped to 35. <laughs> we are ranked 34 in the country when it comes to teaching our children financial literacy. And that so, of course, no if you don't learn it as a child, by the time he was at the Cal CPA financial literacy update in the schools. And, you know, Greg runs a program of financial lifesavers uh, is for uh, teaching financial literacy. So if you're not learning it in school, you know, by the time you become an adult. Yeah, wow. see, we were 34 place and now we're at 35, the 35th place. That's just sad. How you drop a whole point while you're sitting there watching the presentation? Well, <laughs> we, we just got to keep doing our part, man, to keep. <laughs> Uh, providing awareness and knowledge to our small micro minority, woman-owned disadvantage and uh, veteran-owned businesses and keep, you know, keep nailing it out there, just putting it out there, your balance sheet, your profit and loss, your statement of cash flow, your ratios, your gross profit margin, all of those things we're going to we're going to keep repeating until, you know, folks understand what those things mean to their business and why it's important to keep them in order. Uh, Crystal, I'm, I'm, I'll be, I'm working currently on a video that I'm going to put out there, a business readiness video that I'm okay. going to be launching real soon. So okay. uh, that's part of the reason why <laughs> I was out of breath earlier because I'm running. From, <laughs> I was reviewing it and checking it out too. So um, that's going to be a real helpful video for small businesses. So once, and it's going to be for businesses in business anywhere from one to 10 years. So we're gonna put it out there. We're gonna put the, 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 the tools, the support, and we're gonna do the same thing for loan readiness, the finance, our cash flow management, and all of those things. So yeah, you, you and I are gonna work on a few of these videos as well, because I want you to put your, uh, your uh, how should I say, your investigative uh, knowledge in this thing <laughs> to help these small businesses. Not not a problem. I did have a highlight, a couple of highlights this week. I had um, um, a young lady that was um, referred to me by the New Women's Business Center, and she was in the publishing business. And I and I was asking her why was she uh, referred to me, and she said because she says I went to various uh, resources. Uh, she says I my last resource was at Score. And I was trying to get some input from them and they really wasn't giving me what I wanted. She went over to the New Women's Business Center, told them what she needed. And they said, oh, you need to talk to Crystal. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's super consultant. That's and what I'm talking about. So I met with her and we had a fantastic time, gave her some key pointers. Um, the director in, director in uh, for, to find some funding or some opportunities that could help her uh, create the get the fun, find the funding that she was looking for. She was happy. Sent me back a nice text uh, saying that it was just an awesome experience, and so that made me feel good. Every week I get a new testimony that really makes me know that I'm doing the right. I'm I'm living in my purpose. <laughs> now that's what I'm talking about. We're turning we're turning those business no's into yeses. That's what we do here on the business zone. And again, the business zone is is aired every Friday, folks, from three to four o'clock. And if we have a guest on and the guest is interesting, we'll extend it on till four thirty. So 
Check us out on YouTube Live. Check us out on Facebook Live. Or you can simply go to The Business Zone, www.thebusinesszonewithcrystalandgilbert.com. You'll see us live. You'll be able to share your information. We've got a chat there. You can put your questions in, your comments, just like our very good friend, Mr. Greg Sneed, is doing right now. Uh, <laughs> Greg mentioned, <laughs> he mentioned that the state is, is no longer considering financial literacy. They want to use the phrase financial capability. And I really like that. I really like that. So I do, I do too. Long as yeah. we make sure we're teaching somebody, whether it's financial, I don't care what words you use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> long as we teaching them how to understand how money works and, <laughs> and to be smart about it. I don't care what words you use. Exactly. <laughs> Greg said Greg said we're turning no's into yeses and yeses into absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's what we want to do. So that's what you guys find on the business zone with Crystal and Gilbert. Uh, between the two of us, uh, without telling our ages, you have over uh, 50 years of experience um, working with small businesses, micro businesses, and we all have our, both of us have our specialty. But more importantly, we care. That's, That's right. the most important part that about is it is we care is and we want the results. We want you guys to succeed. And so we put our all into it and, and, and to make sure that you are successful. So make mm -hmm. sure you tune in every week. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button and make sure you come back every week. Because if even we don't have a guest, then Gilbert and I do our own class and session. And you guys are getting free training from us that could cost you quite a bit of money if you actually called us that's right a coaching session so take advantage of it while you can you know <laughs> i, I want to put this out there to folks who are listening also uh, and viewing when you when you're watching a concert and you see two superstars on the stage performing two superstar singers or rappers or entertainers if you notice, when they perform together, they perform much better than when they perform by themselves, okay? Because there's something about having two superstars together that brings out the inner uh, gift from each party. And that's what you guys are getting from Crystal and I. You know, you guys are getting those solid type of, of talents from us. And, you know, we're not holding back. We're not saying, okay, we'll give them two points this week and, and then maybe next week we give them one. We're giving you guys a full Monty. We're giving you everything. So from the financial side, the bookkeeping, the accounting side, you're getting that all of that stuff from Crystal. Crystal is giving you all that. From the infrastructure, the business development, the, the back office capabilities, certifications, and all of that contract and procurement side, you're getting that from me and you put us, me and Crystal together. Think about what you guys are getting, man. You guys are getting an amazing array of services. So think about that. There you go. So before we bring our guest on, because I'm excited about uh, him coming on, I am going to ask you, how was your week? Oh man, my week. Well, what did I do? Oh, I've been working on certifications for a few of my clients. I'm working on DBE, uh, a certification, a minority certification. They're trying to bid a project with Metro. And oh. I'm also writing an exit strategy for another client 
who um, their company is growing right now. So they're excited about doing that, that exit strategy. So when it gets to the, the apex, the peak of where mm -hmm. they feel they can go, then mm -hmm. maybe they'll try to do a transition either through sales, liquidation, uh, uh, acquisition or something to that effect. So that's what I've been busy working on. Very excited. Oh, and I did some capability statements too for a few of uh, the small businesses over at GLAC. So, oh, okay. I, I'm. I. That's amazing that they're reaching. They reached out to you to create an exit strategy because we oh, all yeah. know that that doesn't normally happen, right? Oh, uh, yeah. That's very impressive for oh, for yes. for our businesses to look at the full scope. Oh, and, yeah. And what the end in in scope will be yeah that's and that's, you know that's what's cool. amazing about that crystal this is a client that i taught in a workshop about three four years ago and i didn't think he remembered anything i taught him in that class <laughs> he called me up out of the blue oh gilbert i really need an exit strategy i said why why do you need an exit strategy he said, oh man we're our business is growing we're doing some things right now we're not quite sure where we want to go with this i said excellent you know <laughs> even though this strategy should have been developed when you started the business but i say hey you know no problem let's do this thing so very excited that they saw the need to have an exit strategy well that i mean i just i'm impressed <laughs> oh, yeah. but i do want you to know this when i get when you refer or someone has uh attended one of your workshops or classes and yeah. then they come over to me or they yeah. take, however they migrate over to me they migrate yeah. over to me right yes they're saying i said so how how can i help you and how did you hear about me gilbert told me <laughs> I had to see you. I couldn't do another thing until I saw you. I love it. I love it. So they are hearing you. That's good. The conversation. Gilbert said, and Gilbert said, and Gilbert I love said, it. Yes, they are hearing you, my friend. I love it. I love it. I want to make sure they know the two point of contact within the <laughs> circle of resources that they can access because they come to me, but they got to look at the financial piece too because that's the lifeblood of their business right exactly. oh yes yes i'm glad i'm glad they're they're listening and coming to you yeah they, they they're coming to you and they have much respect for you my brother much respect so, and, so uh, do you they respect you too man. <laughs> so that's why we're hitting them with the one two punch baby <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool so now that i got out there out the way my week was just i wrapped up you know tax day was on monday oh man um, you must have I'm been pulling of, out your hair huh well not so bad whatever didn't happen didn't happen i you know when it gets down to the last week uh, or really the first week of april i always start telling people just reach out to your tax person and ask for an yeah. extension because <laughs> i'm not turning upside down for you because we had x amount of time i started with you back in december and yeah. here it is april <laughs> so just go file an extension and we'll continue to work on it but i got everyone done right. uh you know my client that's going public we should be hearing some good news very soon i i've done that and um so now I just got my last little few nonprofits that are getting ready for their tax day in May, uh, May 15th. Yeah. And then I can really then come back and start working on 
one, I want to get, I want to at least get the outline for a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's my goal this year. Yeah. An outline for a book. Yeah. And then my, um, uh, create my online course. So I have my person that's going to help me do that yeah. on hold right now. And then the other part, um, I was pretty much at, oh, other than the fact that my, I, I think I've told you my niece is having a baby, but she lives in Egypt. Oh, and yes, so, yes, yes, yes. So we've, we've been, kind of figuring out when because she wants me to come so i'm probably be going to egypt at the end of um at the end of uh the last week in july or really the first week of of august so i will oh, be okay for for her birthday so that's that sounds, kind of, I mean, that for her sounds like a maybe. great trip for you co-host that's yeah. like a very good trip yeah going to the to the to the originator, originator. So, so here's the deal here's the deal when you go to egypt you uh -huh. want to find out who those economic development agencies and, and cohorts are so we can have a relationship. We can have that sister city relationship. You ah, see what I'm saying? Okay. That's yeah, what I'm talking about, co-host. We, we can work on that. We'll That's work on it. That. In, in between being there when she has um, my, <laughs> my, my great niece. <laughs> so that's, that was pretty much my week. It, it, it's usually a bit, and then uh, we had a great, um, we had a great show yesterday on the community briefing. Oh, yes, yes. How did that we go? We had uh, Brenda Ross Doolin. Um, uh -huh. Uh, on you know she she used to uh, she used to live here in Los Angeles and she uh, I, I call her the super banker she came out of a uh, uh, wealth Fargo and she relocated to back to her hometown which is New York and oh. so now she's uh, retired from she's exited from the banking world and she mm -hmm. is now a strategic consultant mm -hmm. uh, so good conversation and good advice she offered to small businesses on. Uh, creating their trajectory for the future post-pandemic and looking did, at things. Did she say anything about lines of credit for these small businesses? Not really lines of credit. She was just telling people not to be so myopic in their business, yeah. to think All bigger, right. broader. Uh, get it. And consultants will yeah. help you move your needle of your business. Like and um, and, it's, and it's so vitally important yeah. for you to have a consultant. I get you. I get you. Our our unofficial uh, third co-host, Greg, has to leave. He says, "All right, Greg." Call himself the ya. business. He calls himself the business zone court jester. That <laughs> 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 he has to, he has to head out right now. So, all right, Greg. We'll see you. I'll see you next Thursday. All righty, guys. So the time has come to meet our guests, and we are excited. So with that, I am going to bring him on and make some readjustments here so that he is going to be on the top and you and i gilbert are going to be on the bottom here <laughs> there we go <laughs> hello chris how are you <laughs> i am well family how are you mr martin welcome to the business zone sir <laughs> thank you sir how about yourself how you been my friend oh man i've been good you know when i can help a small business on any given day that's a good day for me I hear you, brother. When my alarm clock when my alarm clock goes off in the morning, I know that same feeling. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's off. It's off to help the small business. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> As a small bit of business paramedic, That's so let me right. tell you guys a little bit about Chris and his background. He's a career financial professional 
with a, with a demonstrated history of working in business credit and lending, business banking services, commercial real estate acquisition, business financial planning, credit restoration, and debt consolidation. He's a former member of former VP of uh, membership and sales with San Juan uh, Silicon Valley Chamber of Commerce. He's the former president and CEO of the Santa Clara, Clara uh, Chamber of Commerce, and he's a graduate of Western Association of Chamber Executives Class of 2019. The man is deeply involved as we are. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> so, do you think? Do you think, Chris? Uh, do you know Selena over there in Santa Clarita? Santa I do. Clarita? You know her. I do not. That's our girl, man. Oh, that's nice. our girl. Nice. Yeah. We, we, we had her on the show, and uh, you know she's running for city council, and we're behind her. We're rooting for her all right. the way. So right. we would love to have her become that next city council member because Absolutely. we can it's do really some great things together. Absolutely. Yeah, the the um, voting is real serious this year. Really, really. Yeah. I mean, not that it isn't every other year, but I was looking at the ballot this year and. Uh, I was noticing that for governor of the state of California, there's 13, 14 Republicans running. <laughs> so, so the governorship is up for voting this oh, year? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Holy moly. Yeah, everything is up for voting This this and all all kinds of things. So yeah, I, I thought that. I thought that uh, what they call it, like an emergency, re the recall election recall. they had. Yeah. I thought I was going to give him another two years or oh, something. Oh, no. That's why not. it didn't really make sense because he was up for re-election this year. So it, didn't, it was a lot, wasted money, if you ask me. Wow. But uh, Chris is here today because he's he's here um, for a project that I think you implemented, right? The inclusivity inclusivity uh, project with the American SBDC, and so uh, from Northern California. But Chris yep. kind of gets around the whole entire state, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I, I hear that, man. I hear that. Well, so, tell, us, uh, we, tell us about we, your project, there, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to comment. Crystal and I have probably had three or four conversations at three or four different airports that I was like, wow, off my rental car and calling Crystal real quick on my way to the ticket. That's amazing. But, um, That's but yeah, amazing. yeah, you know, and 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 just real quick, you know, I I, I want to say thank you for the work that you two do um, and 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 the resources that you bring to our community because it's much needed you know the work that we need to do the support that our community needs um, we need you know more folks like you two um, um, in in the game and supporting you know black and African American entrepreneurs um, but yeah the, the the inclusivity project it's it's an initiative of the um, SBDC Northern California SBDC is the birthplace um, it came as a um, it came out of the experience that we were having in supporting um, in supporting all businesses during this pandemic that were seeking the EIDL from SBA, then the PPP from um, their financial institutions. And one of the first things that really sparked my interest in saying, hey, we need to be more relevant and, and, and present was that there was a um, a census report that I had obtained um, from UC Santa Cruz. And it said that at the beginning of February, at the beginning of the pandemic, there were more than a million Black and African-American businesses across the country. 
Now you can go to different places that use different filters um, and can come up with different numbers of how many black and African-American businesses, but I'm just gonna use this census because it was the one that worked on, and motivated and inspired me. So you have February um, of the pandemic, and then in two months, in April, we had lost 440,000 wow. black and African-American businesses. Wow. Every time I put that stat out there, I ask people to stay in this space with me for a quick second. Yeah. You have a million and you lost 440,000. So that's okay? like 40%, 40%. So imagine yeah. this, if the business had just one owner operator, no employees, just one owner operator, a mini micro business, mm -hmm. that's 440,000 households that have financial uncertainty right now. That's true. Now imagine if they had one employee, so you got the owner, owner operator, and one employee, you're talking about nearly a million Black and African-American households that have financial uncertainty. And the last thing I tell you to throw in there, imagine if any of them have kids, mm. how those kids' lives had now been disrupted because of the pandemic. And the reason why it was disheartening to me is because America's SBDC, we cover every county in the country and our services are completely free. And we are the feet on the street for SBA who's giving out the disaster relief assistance. So it just made no sense to me. I called Washington, D.C. and not really Washington, D.C., but I, I, I reached out to my um, my um, my director, Scott, and we did have a conversation with America's SBDC in Washington. And, and, and what I questioned was, how could that be that 440,000 black and African-American businesses did not know to go to their SBDC to get help with SBA? who we are their technical assistance providers. That's when I raised my hand and said, hey, Scott, we got to do something about this, man. We got to get in the game. We got to be relevant. We got to be out there. And so we went to our executive director, Kristen, and she embraced it. She said, put something together. I'll take it to our advisory board. So I put together, you know, that every Black and African-American entrepreneur has been um, major contributors to this, to this country. And so what we need to do is to help support black and African-American entrepreneurs, black female entrepreneurs, black veteran entrepreneurs by bringing awareness of what tools and resources are out there to support their endeavor. It became personal for me and in 2020, in October, my brother passed away. November, my brother-in-law passed away. December, wow. my aunt passed away. Wow. And, 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 and all three of those um, losses my family struggled pulling money together to pay for their their funeral services. Yes. And it made me ask the question, are we black and African-Americans living paycheck to paycheck? Yeah. Do we yeah. not have a reserve account when life events like this happen? Do right. we not have life insurance in place when we have when we lose a family member? So we're not burdened with that. That further, you know, um, um, amplified my desire to do something in the Black and African-American community. And I found that this vehicle, the SBDC, is a perfect place to do that, to support entrepreneurship, because supporting entrepreneurship and having thriving, prosperous Black enterprises, it does a number of things. One, one what it does is it helps to establish financial security financial stability, and financial uh, freedom.
right? And if we can do that, then what you what, what happens in our households is mom and dad don't need to work two or three part-time jobs. Right. Mom and dad can work one job. They can earn a fair wage. They can be home to be parents to our kids. They can teach principles, morals, and values and not have our kids left to social media, entertainers, and society to teach them. We can instill those values in them. When we do something like that, now we've rebuilt the black home, the black mm -hmm. community, mm -hmm. one small business at a time, right? Yeah. And yeah. what happens from there for us is we start to generate wealth. We start to be on the path of leaving a legacy for the next generation. And so yeah. that is the core of what we do at the SBDC. It's two sides with the Inclusivity Project. Wow. So I hear you, man. This, your, this is, this is unbelievable, Chris. Oh, did it? Did it thank you. Yeah, it's, a little bit. Yeah, it's it's um it's it's really what we need to do is raise awareness, create access, and make certain that people have tools, resources, and information to accomplish that quality of life that we're all in pursuit of. So that's what the inclusivity. I can go on and on and sing this song all day, Gilbert. So I'll pause right there, man. I hear you, man. I hear you. Now, how do you think we can help to to raise a much stronger awareness out there because i mean you've been beating your drum i've been beating mine crystal have been we're all doing that but it's like it's not really getting to the ears that need to listen to it and make something happen so how do you think we can do this i mean do we do it collectively how do we do it yeah definitely i believe in collectively um i want to be looked at as a convener Right. I don't need yeah. to be operating in my own silo because collectively right. and together we can accomplish a lot more together. I can only yeah. be in so many places. So when you know, I, you know, you look at things like, you know, looking at our black chambers of commerce, um, looking at the black pastors association because they are trusted in the black and African-American community, being yeah. able to go and speak on those platforms and let folks know that what's out here, um, leveraging partnerships like, you know, the partnerships with you here. Right. Leveraging yeah. the SBDC. The SBDC, what's unique about the SBDC, or not unique, what's interesting is that the SBDC does not have a budget to promote what right. it is that we do. Right. Now, imagine this here. I tell people this all the time. When I was a kid, I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana, and then my grandparents adopted me and we moved to Galveston Island, which is south of Houston, Texas. Yeah. There was no black SBDC people coming into Magnolia Home Projects. Right, right. You know what I mean? So we actually have to go out. We have to go yeah. to the black establishments. We have to go to the black beauty salon, the black barber shops, the soul food restaurants. We have to go there and let folks know and then encourage them to let folks know in their circle. That's how we have to do it. Right, right. And I, I think that's so amazing, Chris, because the way that a lot of us get to get access to resources is like one person tell the other person you know it's mm -hmm. like crystal tells me something i tell you you tell and then that's how it's passed on it's not like you know there is a, a a megaphone where people say hey you know you guys here's what we have to offer here's what you need to do in order to participate and receive benefits you know it's like right. that wasn't there you know it was non-existent so now we're taking a different approach which is which is amazing and i really but you don't know how much i feel very good to hear what you're saying right now because 
This is Crystal and I. This is what we've been doing all these years. We've been on this program now for six years, Chris. Six years. So, and that's what we've been doing since day one, even before that, way before that. So, yeah, we did our workshops and classes. But I yeah. think, you know, just as Chris said, the pandemic opened up our eyes. And now right. I think all of us are being much more intentional not to, and you know, you know, we, we are in such a, space right because we feel as as the black community even those of us that can help the black community we sometimes feel uncomfortable saying we're helping just the black community right we have to mm -hmm. kind of like gloss it over and say people of color and all that kind of stuff and and not to say we're excluding anyone but we were paying special attention Absolutely. to this particular grouping of people because when you look at the scale and the ladder Everyone is up here, and we're down here way below the bottom. We're in the sub-basement. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Most in need, most to benefit. That's what and I most to benefit. So, so now we're being intentional, and the world is not faulting us for being intentional because of George Floyd, right. because of the pandemic. Really, George Floyd. and The pandemic didn't really have much to do with it at all. It was really about George Floyd. And so everybody's eyes opened right. up and they saw what the need was. So I definitely commend you on getting on the phone and calling somebody and saying, hey, we got to do better. Right. That number, that number 440,000 is a number that I know of also, Chris. And, okay. you know, we, Crystal and I, we were, we were talking about that number, you know, since the first, uh, since July of 2020, because that's mm -hmm. when that number was released. And we've been talking about that. We were shocked, but then we know economically the way the landscape is set up. It's not really set up to help us, you know, mm -hmm. through all these redlining and all these other uh strategies that they're using we know they use those to try to keep us at the bottom and keep us quiet so it's people like us who need to start making noise and so they can start listening a little bit and do something absolutely absolutely so we can, <clears throat> so we can carry on so exactly how do you um um in, um uh execute the in school in, 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 can't get the word out right you know uh, um and and the easy i mean the easy way to think of, of of us is you're absolutely right crystal you know we are inclusive we want and, and and the reason why that was important is because we want to be included black and african americans want to be included we want to be at that table we want to be yeah. invited to that conversation yeah we want we want to be heard right and, mm -hmm. and and what we do with the inclusivity project is we meet the entrepreneur where they are yeah. so 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 folks go to our website they sign up. There's no cost. There's no commitment. We're no, we don't, there's no government information sharing or anything like that. We do a client intake where we just want to get to know you. Where are you? Are you a startup? Are you an existing business? What industry are you in? What challenges are you facing? And I know before, um, before the show, Crystal, you and I were talking, but I want to share with everyone else. The Inclusivity Project is a challenge. It's a challenge of we are challenging the system because it came about about addressing institutional and systemic barriers that black and African-Americans face. I have no shame saying I am focused on and intentionally looking to assist black and African-Americans. It's inclusive because at the end of the day, when you close your eyes, 
irregardless of your skin tone, you're a human being, you have a quality of life, you have challenges, you have goals, you have dreams, you have aspirations. So it's inclusive. But my intentional efforts, if I get in my car, I'm going to drive to a black establishment. And, 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 and if I happen to run into someone from another ethnic group or race or culture, absolutely, we're going to help you. My intentional efforts, though, is where the media and society have told us there is a great need, and that's the Black and African-American community. So what we look at is we, we, we look at, are you a pre-venture? meaning that you have not launched your business yet. So we want to we want to embrace you, bring you into a cohort, get you some foundational training, understanding what does it mean to be an entrepreneur? What's the ideal business structure for you? Um, um, do some market analysis. Make certain you understand financials, um, how to run a business, um, you know, your bookkeeping. So we're going to we're going to create that basic that basic foundation for a new entrepreneur. Then we have our second track, which is a startup or early stage business. So you either just started or you're less than two years of, of existence. We have a training cohort for you, business um, 101, and 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 put you through, you know, where you are today, what industry you're in, making certain that you have the best practices, policies, procedures, and protocol put in place. We want to make certain that folks, we want to make certain that the early stage businesses don't fail within the first three to five years. Then we have our existing businesses. Many of our existing businesses are in a mature state. They've been in business. They got their repeat, their repeat businesses. Many of them are looking for opportunities to grow and expand and or expand. So let's engage in a meaningful conversation. What does that look like? You know, does that mean you want to add new products? You want to expand the territory that you're um, that you're um, um, providing your product or service to? Um, do you want to go global, international? You know, do you want to be um, throughout the country? So let's identify that. Let's put a game plan together and let's execute on that game plan. So that's really how we embrace. Now, the cool thing that's really unique about the inclusivity project, that's on your business side. Now, let's talk about your personal aspirations. You know, we, we engage in a personal conversation about debt management. We engage in a conversation about credit restoration. We have organizations that can help you with debt management. Let's get to the basics. Understanding live by a budget. Understand the difference between your needs and your wants and making psychological decisions that change the generational cycle that we're always going to be in the hole or we're always just going to live paycheck to paycheck. You know, let's create this financial intelligence and literacy like Greg was talking about. That's what we're doing. You know, are you renting? Do you have any desire of being a homeowner and getting into that American dream of home ownership? We have the Mortgage Brokers Association. We have mortgage bankers that we work with that we can talk to you, find out where you where you are. Um, what do you need to do to get on track, you know, to have your down payment, to get down payment assistance that your county may be offering you? We do that work as well. We get into the grit, nitty gritty about do you have kids that you have aspirations of a higher education? OK, we have a, um, a college planning um, program to help you. Um, engage in what is it going to take? How can you put $20, $30, $50 away towards a college plan so that your kid does not have to go to college, take out student loans and end up in debt when they come out of college? So we are going to look at you both professionally and then we're going to look at you personally and we're going to provide you with community resources to help you accomplish those things that are most important to you.
So, Greg, uh, Chris, how do you fund this type of uh, activity through the SBDC that they don't really have a budget, they don't have funding to fund these types of activities? Sure. So, so we we are we're partially funded through SBA out of Washington D.C. So taxpayer dollars is allocated by SBA to fund the SBDCs across the country. So NorCal SBDC funded um, the inclusivity project, and then we've partnered with, um, and then we get funding also from um, the California Office of Small Business Advocate. We have a program that's called TAPE technical assistance expansion program. So we get funding from there. And then we have um, financial um, um, public um, 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 partnerships, you know, Wells Fargo, Chase, Citibank, um, um, PayPal. Um, so we have financial organizations. We're working with corporations now that can sponsor us as well. Uh, Chris, awesome. Crystal, Crystal, how do you see you and I on the business zone helping Chris to achieve these objectives. Well, I think one of the things he said was uh, out, the outreach, making sure right. that people know that, that this is available to them because I like the fact that it's not just business because a lot of times in our households or anybody's household, if you don't have an understanding of business financial literacy, mainly because you don't have an understanding of personal financial literacy. Right. So it has, you kind of have to work hand in hand. So I like that you are embracing both and understanding just because they have a successful business does not mean they're going to be successful at home. And right. then extending that to the family. Because if I'm not worried about my kids, I can really focus and put my energies into my business. So Absolutely. I think that's one way of the, from the business zone standpoint, being able to do that outreach and, 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 and show the world uh, through media. Because I personally think when I, when I, came to Gilbert and I was the birthing of the business zone and also the birthing of the community briefing is uh, I had read a, um, Dr. Claude Anderson had indicated he'd given us the 10 steps of how we can overcome where we are. Right. And number five on that list was media being mm -hmm. able to tell your own narrate, your own story, tell your people in a medium that they understand what is out there and bring that information to them firsthand so that when mm -hmm. they get it, it's not too late. It's not already happening. It hasn't happened and you have a time enough. You have time enough in order to, to get involved and, 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 and participate and register. So I think media from a media aspect of that would be a value. I believe a valuable asset to you guys. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so Chris, are you just in Northern California or is this the entire state of California? Yeah, definitely. Great question. It's an, it's definitely, um, the entire state of California. We have champions in the other four regions. So you have Northern California region, you have central California region, you have the Los Angeles region, you have the orange County region, and then you have a San Diego region. So we have a champion in each region, um, that, um, helps to facilitate, um, the mission of the inclusivity project. It's also at the national level as well. The national level, it's we did a spinoff. So we trademark inclusivity project specifically for California, um, Black and African-American. But we did a spinoff and we called it the inclusivity 
challenge at the national level because across the country there are communities where we have an SBDC that serves that area, but the community doesn't look like us. And so we want it again to be inclusive. So, you know, you got the LGBTQ community, you got the Asian community, you got the um, Hispanic Latinx community, um, you know, the um, Asian island, um, island uh, the Pacific Islanders, um, the Asian community as well. So wherever you are, again, human beings have a, uh, have a quality of life that we're all in pursuit of. Mm -hmm. Human beings have life challenges. And, you know, we know that small business is the backbone of this country. And we know this pandemic has motivated and encouraged a lot of folks to want to start their own business so that they are pivoting, as you said, and being resilient, that the next time this happens, they are in control of their own destiny because they own their entrepreneurship. Mm hmm. Now, who is your contact in Los Angeles, Chris? Yeah, so um, that would be Pat Nye. He's the regional, he's the state director um, for the, the Los Angeles region. Now, where, where exactly in Los Angeles is he based out of? Um, I think um, LA, I want to say Long Beach College, Long Beach oh. City College. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, I don't think I've ever met him. Right, right. I think, yeah. um, uh, Chris, if you can do an introduction of him to crystal and i i think we can team up and we can do something great here perfect because yeah, i think what you guys are doing is absolutely amazing now gilbert i participated in the black history month event uh chris invited me to and he had these most amazing businesses and they did a, a pitch competition. So can you tell me um, how that came about, Chris, and what are the, the coordinates to that? I wanted to um, put together um, some signature events, right, um, to highlight um, our entrepreneurs, our founders, our creatives, right? And so one of the ways um, my some, some of the advisors that I work or advisory folks that I work with said, hey, we should put on, you know, a summit um, where we can, you know, bring valuable resources or speakers together so that it gives, again, awareness and access to um, folks that you know, many black and African-Americans may not ever have access to. And so we thought about, you know, bringing on a keynote speaker. Um, and, you know, then we started thinking about, okay, well, let's start to look at ways where some um, um, small businesses would be able to have a pitch competition where they can get some feedback on their, their product or their service um, and have an opportunity to be amongst other peers. So that's how we came about that. So Juneteenth of last year, we did our first global summit. Um, we had um, a, um, a one of the only black female venture capitalists in the world, um, Cheryl Conte, as our keynote speaker. And then we invited about, I think we had six other um, 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 what am I thinking? Oh, judges, um, venture capitalists that was our judging panel. So Cheryl Conti, you know, she talked about generational wealth. And then we had an open dialogue with um, um, the panel and Cheryl Conti and the audience. And then we pivoted um, in the second half. And in the second half, we had a pitch competition. We opened it up to the community. We invited folks to apply uh, to pitch and um, tell us about their product or their service. 
We have a selection committee. So we take all the applicants in, we divide them up amongst our selection committee. We have a scoring system that we use on a scale of one to five. There's multiple questions that, you know, the um, applicants will answer. And based on their answer, the, the selection committee will then um, um, rate them on a scale of one to five. And we choose the five highest scores that we receive. We then have a pitch competition. We gave them when it first started, we gave three minutes and then five minutes Q&A. We did um, our next pitch competition was in October for Black Entrepreneurs Day. And then we did one during Black History Month. And that's what we're going to do on an annual basis. Juneteenth, Black Entrepreneurs Day and, and, um, and Black History Month. And then folks will apply. We'll choose. We'll put on a competition and um, highlight, you know, the creative work that many of us Black and African American entrepreneurs can do. So, Chris, at, at that event, when they do the the, the contest, the, pers- the pitch contest, after that, do you match them up with contract providers or with the investors, or how do you do it? Well, it really depends on the investors, right? We have to we have to um, respect the relationships because everyone's not going to fit for every investor. Now, I'm fortunate enough, or not me, the inclusivity project is fortunate enough that all of our um, uh, pitch competition um, participants over the last three have all been there was an investor that was interested in them and wanted to connect with them afterwards. Um, So that's really how that works, that if there's an investor that wants to talk one off with one of these because they see opportunities we definitely make that connection afterwards good good go ahead i'm I'm gonna share some of the businesses now i put i was in the one for um black history month and so i was so impressed with the caliber of businesses and how much work that they had put into it so this is one of the ones i remember i think it's getting ready to share right now um was a wine company. Oh yeah, and 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 this was he from Africa? I, I, he was. Yep, he was originally. From, he's originally from Africa. Yep. Okay, and it's. I mean, look how beautiful that is, and 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 the way he spoke and the way they pitched their business. Uh, so this was one of them. Uh, I was very impressed with. And then there was another um, young lady. Um, wasn't there one that had um, something to do with diabetes? Um, yeah, Charlotta. Yeah, um, uh, uh, yeah. It, absolutely. Lena AI is the is the company, and Charlotta Carta um, Carta is the um, is the founder of that company. And it's exactly that. She lost her mom and she lost her aunt to diabetes, and then she was diagnosed with diabetes, which is what encouraged her to create Alina AI to be able to help folks be able to address their diabetes concerns. Yeah, just that's so impressive, Gilbert, when they were giving a presentation and I think it was another person, uh the T, the new yep. uh yeah, Naya T. T. Yep. Naya T. Um, yeah, that's two ex football players. <laughs> oh, are there? Okay, yep. okay. Yep. So um who actually won? I had to leave early. I think I had to leave and come to the show. Sure. But who actually won? So the one that you had up early, um um wealthy um um dr moria uh, um he actually won and he was and with the, the this last one we did was our first time doing it this way what we did usually the first two we did it was just businesses in northern california but for uh for black 
History Month, we opened it up to the entire state. So we had one on you and the, um, the business that represented um, wealthy um, from um, San Diego, Dr. Moria, he won that. And he had selfie was an app on a phone that you can use for your um, to be able to communicate with your medical providers. Yeah, I was just just blown away. So now you have one coming up on Juneteenth. So how would what what are you looking for, and how would a person register for that? And um, what what are your what are the criteria? Sure, sure. So the only criteria really is that you know you are a um, a business here in California. Um, we accept all structures, LLC, sole proprietors, corporations, partnerships. Um, and that your 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 revenue is under. I think we I, and we may be changing this, but the re, I'll, I'll wait on that to put that out there. The revenue piece, but um, we're looking at the revenue piece. So revenue threshold. You need to have an MVP. Um, you need to have a product. You could definitely got to have a product. Um, the other thing that opening registration up beginning of May. So I'm looking at May 2nd to having registration open. You can register to just be a participant to hear the keynote um, speak. We have um, um, Jay King. He is the president and CEO of the California Black Chamber of Commerce. He is going to be our keynote speaker um, for Juneteenth. We're looking to connect. And this may be something you two can help out with. We're looking to connect with um, a... Um, the business school at or the business department um, at five different universities to have the business department have a representative be our, our keynote oh. or be our judging panel um, for the for, for this. So I think that's but yeah, May 2nd, registration open. You can just be a participant to the keynote and then stay and watch the pitch competition. And if you're interested, there's going to be a separate application you can submit to be considered to pitch in the competition. And that one's going to happen on June 17th. Is it virtual? It, um, this Will one, it be this virtual is be first or one or the first one that's going to be live. We're going to do one. It's going to be live. We're going to have a max capacity of 150 in person, but it's also going to be virtual at the same time. Well, Crystal and I would like on the business zone to uh, have those folks that uh, she experienced. We'd like to have them as guests on our show. And that could be a relationship that we have where folks who go through your program and get to that point, then their next step would be to be on this show so that they can get some, some airtime and yep. some exposure. Right. And, you know, that might help them to elevate a little faster. Absolutely. I love that idea. And, um, yeah, I welcome that opportunity and it'll be something that we can promote as well. You know, that those that participate in the pitch competition will get some visibility and some exposure on the show. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, Chris, uh, so having a product. Uh, so is this a product that they have had to um, uh, create themselves or? Yeah. However, they reached the, the the creation, if they worked with a team, if they did R&D and went out and, and you know, however you, you come up with the product, we don't have it. It's, it's not to be restrictive. Right. It's to be okay. inclusive. So we're not trying to make this difficult. We're really looking to give folks an opportunity to get in front of some um, some um, investors, get some feedback from some investors. And, and, and if you participate in one pitch competition, it doesn't um, disqualify you from looking to pitch again you know what i mean so just because because i had um 
Wolf from um, Indara, one of the ones you pulled up, he pitched twice. So he pitched oh, before, okay. and then he got a chance to come back. The thing about so the you one can come back and fine tune that. Huh? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, so, uh, so now does it, so it needs to be a workable, not a prototype, but an actual in its working capacity. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's good because I, 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 a couple people that I know that are uh, have a working capacity, they already gone through all of their R and D and everything. Oh, nice. Uh, but, but, but definitely could use that exposure. Yeah. I, I love what you're doing, and as I said, I was so. Now, do you prepare them in the pitch competition so that because those people were effortless, they were just like right. Right. And, you know, we, 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 we haven't thus far. Um, I'm working with Sacramento State um, with their business school um, on doing something like that because they have a program that helps prepare people to get ready for a pitch competition. So I'm talking with them about setting up some sort of cohort that, you know, hey, um, we get folks that get selected to be in the pitch competition and then they spend some time with Sacramento State's um, um, business school getting ready for the actual pitch competition. So we're working on that. Oh, oh OK, that that that's amazing. Uh, I do a, a summer program that's very similar to this, I, although we have kids that are from the ages of 12 at 12, 13 uh, to 18, and we uh, it's called BizCamp. So we take them and we develop, help them create an idea and then help them expand that idea and the feasibility of that idea into a business, and then they pitch. And I do it with an organization called Nifty Network for Teaching Entrepreneurship. And uh, so they, they pitch um, at the end of the 30-day camp that they're in with us. And then from there, uh, whoever the winners are, they can then go on to startup camp with Nifty the following year. And then they can go on to the regionals and to the nationals. And we just had a young lady. Uh, she's 16 years old. She created a hair care product called um, uh, uh, Curly Crowns. And she uh, was so impressed with this young lady. She actually pitched on the world stage in New York last week. And um, she she came in she came into the semifinals. She didn't make it to the first, but she was competing with uh, kids from Japan and Mexico and Ireland and India, and just blew us away. And before she came to our camp, she had no product, but now she has mm -hmm. a fully uh, making money <laughs> nice. in her product. And she's sixteen years old. She's nice. won close to about fifteen thousand dollars. And what we what we also do with that, Chris, um, once they've been through the the BizCamp program, uh, there's a competition, and then once the the winners, first, second, and third place winners, usually get booked on the business zone. So they come on the show, they speak about their product and services, they speak about their experience in the BizCamp, and of course, you know who is preparing them, no other than my super duper <laughs> co-host consultant crystal so i don't know if crystal told you about uh, that competition they had where they had uh how many about 600 participants yeah. so so we our kids uh so when they do nifty then the next year there's a kind of interim uh, uh, competition called YEC, which is Youth entrepreneurship uh challenge and it's uh sponsored by 
not currently you Union Bank, but you know Union Bank is about to be bought up by bought out by U.S. Bank. So, um, so they pitched there. Uh, they're competing for twenty five hundred dollars, oh, okay. and they are competing with uh, somewhere between sixteen and nineteen. Last year it was nineteen schools and mm. organizations, and so our kids. So it's about forty five kids that were participating. And in the competition, and our kids took all, uh, it was first, second, third, and two honorable mentions. Oh, wow. Uh, first, second, <laughs> third, fourth, fifth. And, and guess who was responsible for them? No, Anna <laughs> and Crystal Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, we, I took them there. Now, this year, I told the kids, I said, look, because they're, they're going to be competing next week on the 30th. Uh, uh, it's virtual. And I told them, I said, look, guys, um, we can't come away from five places, from, from taking all five places to zero. So I got to have one. <laughs> My children are under so much pressure. I got to have one. Wow. So hopefully we're going to be able to get, because uh, and unfortunately we don't have, only two of our kids in our uh, class, this, this um, a cohort, can be eligible because the other ones are already participating with okay. the same business. So they're going to be participating in the regional competition. So I got two kids. I got a whole lot of, I got a whole lot of weight. <laughs> and, I, and so I told them next week, oh, y'all are in for it tomorrow. Because <laughs> y'all got to be on point. One of you two little girls. Got to represent. Y'all got to represent. So... <laughs> So they got a lot of pressure happening tomorrow. Chris, Chris the, the other coaches, Chris, the other coaches were so jealous because Crystal, oh, yeah. Crystal took a command of the first five <laughs> places. You know, they hated it. It shocked me because we're sitting there watching it online mm -hmm. and they call. And, you know, in this one, we have no, we're not behind the scenes. We're not judges. We're not, we just sitting like everybody else, right? Mm -hmm. And so they called up our first one. I went, wow, okay, cool. I kind of assumed that it was going to be her. And then they called up the second one. It's like, wow. Then I called up the third one and I'm on with my partner going, did they just call all three of our kids? <laughs> and we're texting and and she's like, oh my God. So we are on Zoom. So we had to both take ourselves off screen. So we, we would show how excited they were to call next fourth. And they actually added in the honorable mention because it was two kids that, that it was so close that they just didn't feel like they wanted right. to eliminate them. Right. And then when they called us up, even the, 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 the um, everyone from Union Bank, from Nifty, they're like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> we just swept the whole thing. I love it. I love it. Chris, so they're happy. Chris, I love, I love to brag about that story so much. I'm sure you can I would too. I appreciate that. I'm sure you can tell, man. Because we work so hard to get the right. entrepreneurs to where they need to be, man. Right. And when they win these things, that's like payoff. You know, it's like, yeah. man, yeah. that's that's the especially character. kids, especially the kids, because it's the ground floor, right? Yeah. yeah, it's the ground floor for them deciding that entrepreneurship can be their life, yeah. right? And in so, instead of working and, nine to five, instead of working nine to five, I right. do highly recommend that they 
do go in and do a um, a uh, internship, so to speak, in in corporate world, so they understand in corporate in a corporate business, so that they understand what a successful business, how it runs from the inside out. Right. So I I call that their PhD program. I encourage them. College is important to take business classes and, and entrepreneurial studies, and then go work somewhere, preferably in a company that's doing something similar to what you want to start your business. So you really get to see that. And then they come back to us and they work as internships through our summer program. Um, We have an intern right now. She's up um, in New York um, and she's been just a phenomenal helping prepare our kids for their competition. So it's just, it's a, it's a whole alumni uh, situation and the kids really, you know, connect with her, but it's important, right? So, and they learn how to speak. Uh, they learn, uh, you know, sports, uh, 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 one, how to run a business, but also um, they've increased their uh, uh, um, their abilities, their speaking abilities, and, and their confidence level just increases mm-hmm. so dramatic, mm-hmm. dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, we have, uh, there's uh, Dr. Polk over at uh, Cal State Dominguez Hills. Uh, he does. He's done some judging for us for the Nifty competition. Mm. We have um, one of the directors at LA Trade Tech. She's mm. done some. Co- uh, they've all set as judges on our competition. Okay then. Okay. And so uh, I can we can make those introductions to you if okay. that's what you're looking to do. Yeah. And I believe I have some friends. I think there's someone that came from SC last year, but definitely Cal, uh, Dominguez Hills. Uh, and Cal State. He and one I think is at Cal State. So if that's uh, I can make those introductions. Um, I'll send you an invitation. We'll be doing our biz camp uh, class uh, starting July fifth. So okay. if you'd like to come in, it's virtual uh, and talk to the kids. Um, that would be awesome. I can Absolutely. send you a link over, and you could do that and meet the kids. Um, we do fifty kids a session a summer. Okay, and they come in from nine to one. Uh, and, and here's the thing. When I first started this program, I was told at that time it was live. Right. So they I went through the, to be certified as an, uh, 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 an educator for entrepreneurship. And they were like, OK, so these kids are going to learn everything they need to know in 10 days. I was like, what? No, they're not. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, they're going to 10 days. It's proven. It's a proven thing. And I was like, really? And he said, yeah. And and I and so I went through the certification. And sure enough, they started by day seven. I had stuffed so much information into these little bitty minds. And they're between the ages of 12 and 18. I mean, just crammed it. Like this is like supersonic. <laughs> uh, just open up their brains and pour the stuff in, and hopefully that it comes out. For the... Then they get up and they and then day seven through ten, ten day day ten being the competition day, they stand up on day ten and they just blow your socks off with the presentation wow. that they give. Wow. Little bitty babies and. The first time I did it, I was teaching simultaneously an adult class who some of them had been in my classes like five, six times, and we still hadn't gotten a business plan. <laughs> and so here I am. I've done this in 10 days. And I was like, okay, there is no more mercy for you two people, you, you grown people. <laughs> Let me tell you what. So after kids, that, I've been tough. These kids are phenomenal, man. I, I, I watched them pitch their business, and I'm going, 
none of my none of my adult entrepreneurs are that mm -hmm. articulate or present the business in such a, a concise way. I'm going, this is unbelievable. So I'm telling Crystal and our and our, our partner over there, uh, Rhonda, they do good work. Good, good work. You were, you were a judge last year, weren't you? Huh? You were a judge last year, weren't you? Yes, yes, I was a judge. That's why I'm saying that the way, what I saw them present, man, I was so impressed. <laughs> they, they're talking about things like gross product, gross, gross domestic product. They're talking about cogs, you know, cause of good soul. Yeah. You know, they're talking about contribution margins. I'm going, oh, man, <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. I love right. it. <laughs> but you have but the startup summer i taught for startup summer this year and they were taking their concepts and taking and doing an mvp um uh um hypotenuse on them and coming back with new theories wow. on, i mean <laughs> using eric rise's book uh lean um was it lean oh, the, model the, lean, the lean business model the approach That's great. Now, yeah. now we know about the, yeah, the, 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 the we know did. about the competition aspect, Chris. Now we're just trying to figure out because I know Crystal and I we provide some services here, which is very unique. You know, we know a lot of consultants, and a lot of consultants don't do what we do. So I'm wondering how we can work together with your SBDC um, organization to help these entrepreneurs next level style, because there, there are things we haven't talked about yet. You know, we've got platforms that can help them with assessments and help them with their back office and all of that. So we just like for us to, you know, have another conversation about this where we can really look at ways that we can team up to really help these businesses. Because this, the businesses you mentioned, man, that, got dropped out in that 41 percent we don't want to see that happening again so we right. got to make sure that we get their back office set up we get them business ready get them financial ready cash flow management ready and even grant ready you know right yeah, right. yeah I, I i welcome that that conversation you know always looking to build to continue building the community of resources um you know um taking a look at what it is that we do at the SBDC and yeah. how do we find synergy with what you and 
Crystal are doing. So, you know, where does that fit? You know, is it the, is it the business? Is it all, all of them? And so I welcome that opportunity for us to coordinate yeah. um, a, a, a conversation to talk about that um, because I'm definitely open to it and I welcome it. Oh yeah, for sure. That's, that's fantastic. For sure. Yeah. Chris, uh, you know, you're just awesome. And, and Chris <laughs> sought me out. He came to, he came, he came to the community briefing and he reached out to me and, and so we started communicating. And so this is where we are today. And I just love this energy. And when he told me about his project, I was just, I was so impressed. Um, and, and I said, it, it was intentional and, yeah. and that's where we have to be today. Very intentional. We not only we don't want to see us lose 400 businesses, we cannot afford to lose Absolutely. 400 businesses, 400,000, um, 400,000 businesses. Right. But where we need to be is for our businesses to no longer be solo entities, but actual being able to hire and have you know Absolutely. five to 10 to 15 to 20 employees. So Absolutely. that's our next goal because that's what changes uh, their economic st uh, 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 status. And then Gilbert's area is certification and procurement. And then we need them to be prepared that when these opportunities come, no matter what those opportunities are, be able to activate like that, right? Not not have to go, okay, I got to go get this. I got to go get yeah, this. Right. Because by that time, the opportunity is over. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep, I agree. And, and I Chris, agree. you had everything, right? And you had an idea. You saw a problem and you had a, a you could immediately come back with your resources and create a solution. And yep. you obviously activated it and launched it like that. <laughs> So Chris, what was it? What was and it again, that like made said, you reach yeah. up to Crystal? You know, it was. I think it was the um, the title of the of the show that that time that I was interested in, and it. I think it had come across my email. My executive assistant said, "Hey, is this something you would be interested in?" Um, you know, it. You know, recycling black dollars catch my attention. Like, okay, what is that all about, right? And then I think it was the actual <laughs> subject. You know, the subject of, you know, when I looked at recycling black dollars and then I looked at what the content was going to be. And I think it was the guy I think it was the real estate investor. Wasn't it, Crystal? Didn't you have a real a, a real estate investor? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Either Michael Banner or yeah. Michael Miller. One no, of the two. I, on the on, on the briefing or the business zone? Which one? On the, was briefing. It? On the briefing. On the briefing. Oh, on the briefing. briefing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and I what, think he. Go ahead. I think he was invited to, he received it because I think Constance yep. from Lindustry was coming on. Yep. Um, I had been on and I think he came on and then he asked Greg, he reached out to Greg and asked how, did he, how could he reach to me? Um, and then we got the talking and, uh, um, and, and, and it's finding that we had a lot of lot in center, light, lot in common based right. upon that. But yeah, recycling black dollars, was uh is is an organization that was started 33 years ago for that purpose to make sure because Gilbert 
gets a kick out of it. I was don't just really gonna say that. <laughs> when, when he first met me and he was asking about recycling black dollars, and I always come in, it's like, do you know how long the dollar stays in the community? And when I told him six hours, he's like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that is pitiful. It is right, right? Man, we gotta we gotta work on that, man. man. And we're at the we're at the bottom of the totem pole too, because yeah. everybody else. Their dollar lasts longer, except oh, yeah. ours. Exactly. So, exactly. so we gotta we gotta get out there, man. And that's why I think this synergy between us is gonna be great in this relationship because, you know, you're, you're prepping your 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 entrepreneurs there, and we've got some other things based on our experience that we can add to that mix as well because. They are experiencing that in their community too. I know it. You know right. their dollars. You know stay six hours and that's it. They don't see it again. It goes bye bye. You know like 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 Mister Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's um, and that's see that's why I like teaching children because when that's the first thing I talk about when I first start the class is about the black dollar and how how long it stays in the community and as I lay it out to them and they're like they're in like what and mm -hmm. I mean these are kids going what how can that be and I said because most of us work for someone else yeah so mm -hmm. you get your paycheck you you that six hours is literally from the time you get your paycheck, you leave your job, yeah. you go to the white bank, put yeah. your, your dollars in the white bank, it starts there. Yeah. Then you go to the white supermarket, you go to the white cleaners, yeah. you go to the white mall, yeah. and nowhere in there did you go, wait, was there a black bank? Yeah. Was there a black cleaners? Was there a black supermarket? Yeah. Was there someone that was black yeah. <laughs> that I could have gave my dollars yeah. to? <laughs> yeah. And that's when you that's when your your black dollars go bye bye. Bye bye. bye, bye. bye. So <laughs> I know we only thirteen percent of the population, but somewhere you run across the black right, people. Right, <laughs> right. You know, it's interesting that you say that. I was um, my dad passed away. Um, let me say it's been three years. Yeah, three. Yeah, three years now. And I my, and my dad was buried in um, Beaumont, Texas, or no, Port Arthur, Texas. He lived in Beaumont, but he was buried in in, um, in Port Arthur, Texas. And when we were there at the funeral, the pastor stood up in the eulogy, and and what he was talking about wasn't about my dad and you know how he contributed and who he was and his kids and stuff. He really talked about that community, that city of Port Arthur, and he said. There's a Mexican food restaurant. There's a Chinese restaurant. Um, the, the, the nail salons are, 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 are Asian people in the nail salons. There are no black owned businesses in this city. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was it was it was just mind boggling. Like, yeah. really? like you don't even like how could that possibly be? How can that be possible in this day and age? And it's and it's but, a predominantly black community. That's what I'm right. saying. That's, yeah. right. exactly. that's what I'm like, saying. How can Killer Mike did that? He was in Atlanta. He's in you know Killer Mike's yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. He actually drove all through Texas, Atlanta looking for black owned business outside of Atlanta because Atlanta has a large large yeah. population of black businesses. But when you come out of Atlanta and go into the uh, more suburban areas of other rural the other cities, not a lot. There are black people there, but not a lot of businesses. Yeah. So he yep. went on the hunt for black businesses and, uh, and which is amazing because the South, 
you know, when they came out of slavery, that was the only thing they could do was right. create their own black businesses. Right. So you have multi, you have billionaires that were created because they had their own captive audience of, of, of customers that looked like them right. during that time. Yep. And they were able to create wealth. That's what Black Wall Street was about. Right. But all of a sudden, we just didn't all disappear. And when we do have black businesses, we skip over them as, as a... There's a, there was an entrepreneur here, business owner. He died a couple of years ago, uh, Mr. Gar. Mr. Gar was 101 years old, owned the whole block of where his, where his first business was bought uh, started. He owned that whole entire block. And he used to tell us, he said, when I first started, I had a, a grocery store. And my customers would walk past me. <laughs> and go to the store next door to me and he would go hey why are you guys not coming in here i have ice if that's what you're buying <laughs> right and they said to him his ice is colder than your ice oh, he the, said that's the white the white man's ice is colder than utterly impossible because we buy our ice at the same, same place, place. <laughs> at the same time every single day that's impossible <laughs> That that is a mindset right there. Man. That's 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 the Willie Lynch mindset, you know. Yeah, and yeah. and and see, we've been trying to um uh to 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 eradicate a lot of that thinking, and we still see a lot of that because even last week we had a guest on Chris, and uh, she is a, a lady who she makes her own product, and she's got this this great these great products she makes like bags t-shirts sweatpants you know and she's got this nice logo on it to me it's better than tommy hilfiger and all and gucci and all of those but you would never see one of us buying her product they go to gucci and tommy hilfiger because their ice is colder mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. and it's just ridiculous man it's just so and we see a lot of celebrities do that you know mm -hmm. some of the big celebrities wearing gucci and tommy hilfiger and oh, all of that when, when you got when you got our own entrepreneurs, you know, struggling to get their product on the market that they right. could at least promote, you know, yep. you would think so. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Well, I think at least between the three of us, we're all on the right on the right pathway and in, yes. in, in helping our businesses get out there. Uh, and I think uh, being able and and the other component, they can get the businesses started, but getting the exposure is difficult for them. Mm -hmm. uh, marketing is usually the last thing they think about. But the, and and so being that word of mouth, making sure that those businesses become we be really becoming those ambassadors for right. those businesses. Yeah. Now to to really help them get out there uh, and get their product out there, so people it will catch on and people will buy from them. So right. that's our that's our quest in life. Yep. But Chris, you've been awesome. We want to thank you so much, and we look forward to <laughs> to uh, 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 working Phenomenal. together. <laughs> and I, again, I just thank you for being an intentional, you know, not just thinking the thought, but actually taking an action, picking up a phone and calling someone to say, hey, we law just lost 400,000 businesses. How the heck could that happen? Because <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> all the rest of us were just talking it. You picked up the phone. <laughs> and so we commend you for that. We thank, thank you. you so much for that. Absolutely. And, uh, Absolutely. Let yeah. us know how we can help. We'll do. And uh, 
we are here for you and we definitely love to have your your winners of your competition or your challenge uh, come okay. here on the business zone and talk about their business and then they can use that uh, as a marketing tool for absolutely them, for yeah I, I will definitely include that moving forward to be part of the inclusivity project global diversity summit so definitely we can do that and i'll ask tamika to reach out to you um crystal and put something on the calendar for you and i and gilbert to talk about collaborative efforts together and, that was awesome and was i know i know the sbdc is doing a little something right now with you but i know they can do more so yes. we're going to talk about what they can do how they can do it and see how we can take this next level because you know i used to manage an sbdc also okay and okay. and uh, it, it was just pretty um it, pretty marginal what they do for the entrepreneurs you see what i'm saying I and i i really didn't agree with a lot of what i saw but hopefully if we galvanize ourselves and knock on their door a little stronger maybe they'll say okay let's give them you know another batch of resources that can help them okay wow. and 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 he's you got some other partners some big some big hitters coming on board as well right right we do yeah we we're, you know we're working with a number of different financial institutions we've um gotten an opportunity um to participate in the milken institute um global conference that's coming up next week um and so that's putting us on an international platform so looking forward to the visibility and the exposure that we're getting from that um and then like i said there's some other community partners that we're going to be engaging with that have really shown some um some supportive interest um to support the inclusivity project and you know when we have these conversations we continue to evolve what what it is we're doing why we're doing it and 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 i think that's the focal point is why are we doing it it's because the black and african-american community needs it and so that's yeah. why we're doing this here and that's just as simple that's just yep. that and that's why we all do what we do because we need it we, absolutely. We, absolutely we happen to be that baby that needs that extra attention right now right. yes we do <laughs> we're as a girlfriend of mine says we the middle child we need a lot of attention right now <laughs> Chris, it's been awesome. We want to thank you so much for being a guest. I will make sure that you get uh, a copy of the video so okay. you can, you know, put it on your sites and so forth. It's been thank you for sharing. Absolutely, um, thank this, you too your, as well. Your project with us and and uh, let's see. Uh, Crystal, how exciting to hear about your students winning all the competitions. Super testimony that we can. <laughs> That's from uh, V's wearable attire. <laughs> That's right. So, that's we right. want to thank you uh guys we another week and i guess next week is our last friday last day of financial literacy cap capability <laughs> um so next week gilbert and i will do a, a the part three of our uh, financial literacy um session class session so tune in next week and then monday i don't know what's happening in may other than Mother's Day, but I'm sure it's a celebration well, of some. Well, May, May, we're going to have a lot of entrepreneurs on the program, uh, a lot of uh, them from my SBA Navigator program. Uh, they're going to be guests on the program talking about their small business, their product and services. So that's going to be a good thing. I'm looking forward to that. I've got one gentleman who, who runs a, a funeral home 
is a, mor a mortuary. Mm -hmm. And uh, he just can't wait to get on here. I'm trying to connect him with the County of Los Angeles, uh, the coroner's office, so that he can try to do some business with them and perhaps get a contract because this is COVID. People are dying. They need his well, service. They, the they, county, they need the county can't do it by themselves. You see what I'm saying? So, and, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You know, years ago, I, I helped a client write a business plan. I actually wrote the business plan uh, for the mortuary business. And, and when I came back, I mean, because it's, it's changed, yeah, right? It's, yeah. You know, it's changed. People don't have, you know, don't have life insurance and things like yeah. that where they can actually pay $10,000, dollars 20000 So yeah. they're going more with the cremation, right. which is, is, is uh, you know, more more affordable for them to collect. Right. Uh, but there are other resources and other stream, revenue streams that they don't ever think about. So mm -hmm. it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we, yeah, so my, May, we got a great, uh, great lineup happening. Yeah. My birthday is in May. I kicked them off. Get out. out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> so, All right, we got uh, to it, do it, something it, very special for you, co host. So, May is a fantastic month in my world. <laughs> and, and from my side, it's not going to include any hot air balloons, okay? So we're, not, uh, we're not putting you in any one of those because I've seen over the last two weeks, I've seen a lot of accidents. So, we're not going to put you there. I can't afford to lose you right now. We uh, need you. My, my girlfriend, for her birthday, she had... Um, she uh she uh, wanted to do a hot air balloon that was on her uh, bucket list. So we went out to um, Temecula and we did a hot bear balloon ride. It was actually awesome. I had a good time, <laughs> but I'm not doing that. Uh, Vanessa, my birthday is May 1st. <laughs> May Day. Uh, That's May Day. May Day yeah. <laughs> so May 1st is not this Sunday. The following Sunday is my birthday. So. Thank you so much, Chris. Chris, oh, man, you have been amazing, man. What you said, what when you started out, it brings music to my ear because Crystal and I, we've been, you know, we've been beating that drum and we haven't really heard anyone, you know, saying what we're saying. So right, right, you're right. you're the first person who come along that is speaking our language and it's it's very it's highly accepted. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's keep doing this. And we we're on a mission and we're on a mission together. So I'm glad to be um, in good company with you, too. That's yes, good. So we are, too. So with that, Gilbert, we ready to uh, sign off. Yes, the, we, we are. So for you folks who've been listening to this wonderful program with our honorable honorable guest, uh, Mr. Chris Horton, my co-host, Crystal Mitchell and I. Coach Gilbert Buchanan, the small business paramedic. We want to invite you back next Friday from three to four. And we're going to have another fabulous show for you. And uh, we're looking forward to have you on our show. If you're an entrepreneur, business owner, a micro business, you want to promote your business, you want to promote your product or service, please give us a call here. Or you can email us. My number is 888 882 one one six eight. That's eight 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 two one one six eight. And I'm gonna try to regurgitate my co-host's number. Uh, <laughs> her number is two one three. Is that correct? Two one three. Yes. And four, then five, eight. four five eight five nine five two. And All that's right. Coach Crystal Mitchell. And anything financial, she can take care of that for you guys. Anything procurement contracts, 
certification, setting up your back office and managing your back office, running your infrastructure, that's me. And of course, our very special guest, Mr. Chris Horton, he's running a program called Project Inclusivity. And this is within the, in the Northern California area. He's working with SBDCs. He's doing great things to help small and minority businesses, especially those black businesses who had to close their doors back in July of 2020. Uh, we want to get them opening those doors again. So, all righty. And he has a competition, a challenge that you guys can submit to uh, for uh, Juneteenth and be able to do a, uh, it's a pitch competition. So, uh, anyone that has a product and and it's ready to go, then you want to reach out to the Inclusivity Project. Uh, the website is, you want to put it yep. in the chat? It's, um, yep, let me put it in there real quick. So you just go to, um, and, uh, and there you go. The inclusivityproject.com. The inclusivityproject.com, guys. I'll put it in so you guys can, you know, check it out. The inclusivity. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is, so, guys. So, so you guys reach out to him. In fact, somebody when I posted, uh, uh, Chris, when I posted your your flyer, uh, somebody was already looking to, uh, uh, wanting to reach out to you. So oh, I good. sent them over. Okay, yeah, good stuff. Um, so I'll make sure that I go back to him. Make sure he gets. I don't know if he saw the uh, saw the uh, show, but I'll make sure he does. But he's interested. So he he obviously knew who you were. Okay, good. He was looking for you. So, all righty then, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, Vanessa and Chris, uh, Vanessa and Greg, Greg and, and Doctor Brass Brassfield and everyone else that's tuned in. We want to thank you guys so much. Uh, please come back next week. Hit the go to our YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button so you will get notification that we are coming on and we come on every Friday afternoon at three o'clock. So don't miss us. <laughs> Tune in. All right. Great. As a small biz pro, I saw we roll using procurement program and control. As a small biz pro, I saw we grow using procurement program and control. I'm a business man, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Well, 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 